Hello and welcome to an impromptu episode of Talking Baseball. The big trade has gone down. It has happened. Soto to the Padres. Maybe? Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, presented to you by SeatGeek. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake Trevor, coming to you live from California. I'm producer BBD in the corner. Love us a little impromptu trade episode. Now, the deal is not final, 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 because there's a very fun wrinkle in the process, but we do believe that Soto will end up on the Padres for the rest of this season and the next two. And the whole package is is fun to talk about because Bell's included and we have a Hosmer wrinkle. And I guess first and foremost, this wasn't something that anyone thought three months ago, two months ago was possible. And then we heard the rumors and I was I was saying, nah, I'd probably just wait till the offseason. Juan Soto, generational talent being traded. This is once in a decade, once in every 15, 20 years type trade. Incredible. Jake, your initial thoughts of it actually happening? James, Trevor, BBD. Woo! It's happening, man. Juan Soto to the Padres. Uh, My first initial thought, God, so happy for Padres fans. Man, this is a franchise that... I don't like saying the phrase irrelevant because it's not mm. a word. But, I mean, the Padres, since that, what, that, that 98 World Series team, they, you know, they haven't been on the forefront a lot. And then they signed Machado. And I know it, we even gave them a little guff, like, all right, Manny, like, I guess see you in, like, 10 years. Uh, and then Tatis' emergence, and now Juan Soto, they have three generational young players on their team, along with a lot of other guys. They got Hater the other day. They had another team around it. Their starting pitching is stacked. I couldn't be happier for San Diego and Padres fans. Also, this is one of the five smallest market teams doing this. So, if you have a small market team, know that your team can very much do this. There's a lot of prospects going over to the Nationals. And Nationals fans, guess what? I, I'm rooting for you, too. I hope they click. But just playing the, the odds on it, a couple of them might. But, man, the San Diego Padres, they got Juan Soto. They are instantly thrust into World Series contenders. I, mm. I don't think there's any argument around that. A little Josh Bell kicker. He's been awesome this year. I'm happy for the Padres. I'm surprised there's not one more... I guess superstar, superstar prospect. We'll get into that later. But uh, Trev, T-Pain, you were live with Rosie while this was going down. What do you got? It's, we knew this day was coming, you guys. But like when it's actually here and it's better than you anticipated, this is something that doesn't happen all the time, guys. I was excited about the deal. For the Padres, obviously. I love that Josh Bell is in there as well, but that's kind of been the hiccup because now you have a guy, Eric Hosmer, with basically all the power in this. The Nationals are on his 10-team no-trade clause. Scott Boris represents him. You know what Scott Boris likes? Leverage. Hosmer's got the leverage right now. I am texting everyone asking, what is Haas going to ask for? 
that's a whole different side of it. As far as the baseball side, Juan Soto coming into that lineup. I asked Chris Rose this question. Is there a more fearsome group of three hitters than Juan Soto, Fernando Tatis Jr., and Manny Machado? I don't know if there's a better back-to-back-to-back in baseball right now. This is incredible. I be- I'm on the same page as you, Jake. I believe this puts them on par with the Dodgers, the Mets, and the Braves. They are legit World Series contenders. They have Juan Soto for two and a half years. You got to be freaking ecstatic if you're a Padres fan, which is an- San Diego is an incredible baseball town. I think this is going to be amazing. I love the wrinkle in it. That's incredibly fun. I also, the prospect package, We can I can do that for you guys real quick. There's a lot of different ways people look at these. Uh, I, I think I would hope teams look at like the actual players. Uh, sometimes teams just say, give me, oh. give me two of your top five, you know? But the Padres do trade four of their top 10 prospects. C.J. Abrams is their number one in the org, and he got called up a shortstop he's been playing this year. Robert Hassel, the third outfield prospect, first-round pick. Abrams, also a first-round pick. He's number three in the org. He's in high A. Uh, James Wood, he's 19 years older, old. He was a second-round pick. He's number five in their organization. And I don't know how to say this. Jarlin Susana, he's 18 years old in rookie ball, but number eight in their org. So those, um, and Mackenzie Gore. He's he's not a prospect anymore, I guess. Is he still kind of? Like, Technically, they, they have their graduating rules that you play a certain amount of games. Yeah. You're not a prospect Number anymore. I, I mean, people, if you're a baseball person, you're probably familiar with him. He was a top prospect, then he wasn't, and then he's actually pitched really good this year. So yeah. it, he's he's in that prospect bucket of baseball that nobody really knows anything. So there, there are, you know... The other four outside of Gore are number 10 in the Padres organization. Now, I don't really care about organizational rank because you can have a bad organization and then it doesn't matter much. So you have Abrams, who's 16 overall, Hassel, 55th overall, Wood, 81st. So three of them are top 100 overall. Only one is top 50. And a quick shout-out to Fangraphs. You know how quickly they change their roster resource page. They already have the guys on the Nationals. And Abrams is would be their one, technically, according to Fangraphs. Hassel, three. Wood, four. Um, and all of those guys are above uh, Elijah Green, who is just their first-round draft pick. So it's yeah economies of scale, and it kind of doesn't matter. But Now, that, that deal makes sense for me, for Soto. When you throw in, they get the rental of Bell as well, who's having a good year. And they're trying to get Hosmer's money off the books. I don't know. I like this for the Padres a lot more than I like it for the Nationals. I think 100%. I'm, I saw but I was expecting tweet. the Nationals like to get, I don't know, more? Jim Bowden says if Hosmer is in the Nats trade, Nats would pay this year's salary, but San Diego would pay the, the years after. Hmm. Whatever that does for you. Yeah. Still some moving parts. The Hosmer yeah. end is fluid. I think, yeah, the Hosmer part is fluid. I'm wondering, does Hosmer say, you know what, I have my contract. I know I got a bunch of guaranteed money, but it would also be fun to become the next Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> right? Like, can he just say, like, give me a million dollars for the next hundred years? 
A year. One I mean, million for the next hundred years. Like he could do that, I think. I love that you just tweeted out the, the I'm the captain now for Hosmer because we kind of don't <laughs> know. We just don't know the rules right now. Can Eric Hosmer literally demand anything? Um uh we we don't know that part, and I wonder if I mean, we, we talk about this a lot. Like, the people in front offices, there's a lot of smart people. There's, there's also a lot of people that are probably just like you and me, whoever's listening, that you'd love to think they have a side of this figured out if Hosmer drops a hard no, whether it's another team or it's changing up the package or something. You'd love to think that. Um, and this is the other part, um, yeah. and I, I don't know how well either of you can speak on it, but... You know, Boris is pulling a lot of strings here because he's pretty much everyone's agent involved in this trade. So I have no idea where the rules start and stop. Yeah, it is kind really of either. odd that Boris represents Soto, right? And he can tell Soto, say no to that extension or like, let's not do that extension. Obviously, Soto can be his own person, but that would be his agently advice. And then he also can hold up this trade by advising Hosmer to decline. He has a lot of power, this guy, Boris. It's interesting because they're going to find a way to do this deal with or without Haas, I think. Um, I think San Diego would obviously much rather have Haas accept the trade, get his money off the books, but they're going to figure out a way to do this with or without him. If he actually says no... And they still get the trade done. Then he becomes like a bench player on that team. Does that make him? He has to think about it. Is he going to be happy there? Like, is that a scenario that happens? If he says no, they find a way to still make the trade. Josh Bell comes over, takes over at first base. Hodges is relegated to a bench role. I think there's a scenario where that can happen. Is he going to be happy in but, that like role? I don't know. I mean, you have to. What, what does he value right now? Is is you know got a baby on the way and he lives in San Diego and it's three years, not just like a rental where it's like, you're going there for a couple months. It's three years. And also Trev, like maybe he says, he no saying in the chat, James, that he said, no, he did say no. He said yeah. no currently. Yeah. He said no, but no, but yeah, no, as of but. now, yeah, as of now, but no, but hundred million dollars well, paid out over a hundred years, <laughs> one a year. I think right away you say no, if you're Hosmer and you see what happens, cause maybe yeah. they get a third team involved now. And there's another place that's not on his no trade. Like, if you're a team that's not on his no-trade clause, you, maybe you're getting called right now to be part of a three-way three trade. Jake, you had a premonition, I think maybe a half-joke, but... Um, I, no, it's just uh, there's a guy that we give give time to up in Boston that, you know, it the Padres front office, you have to have backup plans. You have to. You have to. Everyone talks about the job of being a general manager being so crazy and difficult. You have to have other plans lined up that, uh, I don't know, like the Boston Red Sox have been looking for a defensive first baseman for a while. I know Hosmer's contract is tough at this point, but we just got some rumors that they were willing to pay part of his contract. Would Boston take Hosmer with a couple prospects? Do they have something figured out with the Nationals if the Hosmer part of this falls through that um, does the prospect package change at all? Uh, you know, Jimmy first said it when, when this started happening throughout our office. Remember when the Mookie Betts trade was going down and we, you know, the Gratterall, the, his starting pitching injury history got brought up and that got held up for like a day, day and a half or something like that. Um, we don't have that kind of time right now. 
you have to think there's some plan that everyone in baseball has literally just reported that Juan Soto will be going to the Padres, that they can figure that part out. I do love that Eric Hosmer is in the captain's seat. Um, <laughs> no, he's, he's a guy that you've always loved, Trev, I, and I think that was the other thing that we started laughing at. Like, uh, someone asked, I forget if it was Joe's, was like, are, peop- are, are Padres players going to be mad if, if Hosmer just shoots a hard no? And me and Jimmy kind of landed on a firm like, no, because I think Hosmer has so much respect from players because, A, he got the bag, which only so many players truly get, and he's got a no-trade clause, which is part of the dream of becoming an elite player, and he's got a 10-team trade clause, and one of those 10 teams is the Washington Nationals, which you got to wonder why that is. Is it just he's, he's a left-coast guy? I don't know. I don't know the other nine teams on that list, but some pretty good funny business here. I, I'm look. I'm I'm on Twitter, we're, guys. We're reacting to this live, okay? So Bob Nightingale just put out a tweet 18 seconds ago. The Juan Soto deal is done with the Padres and does not include Eric Cosmer. Awesome. Okay, so I wonder if anything changes there, or if it's straight up just like nope. And I mean, how badass would it be if Hosmer does stay, becomes like bench utility Hosmer, and they win the title? He and he's like, screw you guys. Yes. I wanted that ring too. <laughs> I was thinking like another way around it was would be to add another team who's not on his no trade list. Right. Like a three-way, like Jake loves to do. Like this is something that they, I guess, don't have to figure out anymore. I'm so confused right now. Twitter is just banging right now. Yeah. Let's talk about the Padres lineup now. I mean, if, mm. if, if Tatis, he's on his way back, you got Profar, Soto, Tatis, Machado, Bell, Cronenworth, Voigt, Alfaro, Grisham? Is that what it is? I mean, he's just kicked Myers. Uh, Mazzara's been playing a little bit. Would, when Tatis comes back, does that kick Kim, or does he go somewhere else? I guess I, that's a question for Padres fans that follow much closer than I do. But that's a crazy little lineup. And, and don't sit... Don't let it overshadow Bell too much. It should, because you're getting soda for two and a half years. Josh Bell is having, he's have a, he has a 301 batting average. He has 14 home runs, I think an 800 OPS. Uh, he's having a good season. That is a nice piece on its own. That's why I'm surprised the Nationals traded them together, because it felt like Bell was going to be able to fetch you something on his own. I think they like the major league talent they were getting back. I think they really like uh, Gore and Abrams. You know, they, they knew they were going to get some prospects back. But I think when you're trading away guys like this, like you at least so after a want, five- oh, my bad. I think <laughs> you at least want to be able to compete quickly again. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to sell everyone and then have a five year abyss, right? Mm-hmm. Like that is a way to absolutely lose your fan base if you can say. Hey, we traded away our guys. It's for the betterment of our franchise. Is that a word? Betterment? Sure. Sure sounds like one. I don't know. But if you have guys, I mean, look, you got Ruiz up there from the Dodgers deal last year. Josiah Gray, Abrams, Gore. You're seeing the fruits of the trades on the field. I think that helps a little bit with the psyche of your fan base. And then you say, okay, we also got these prospects. They'll be up there. I think that's it makes it a little bit more palatable. But I don't know, man. The Nationals have lost a lot of really good players over the last three years, four years. It's 
kind of shocking to be honest with you. It's it's going to be a meme. There's going to be a picture of all those guys together, and they're going to they're going to say, "Remember when the Nationals had all these guys?" I told C Rose, if they hadn't have won the World Series in 2019, this is like riots in the city of for the fan base. But I think because they won in 2019, like people are like, "All right, got our World Series, rebuilding a little bit." I think that is a major factor here for the Nationals that we're not talking about. Trev, you, you bring it up a lot, and I, I think sports fans just move past it because we don't, in our nature of being sports fans, we don't care about the owners. Uh, we like watching the people play the sport normally. But, man, it, circle both of these teams. The San Diego Padres it, do not need to be spending and going out and getting players like this. But... Their owner wanted to. Remember, he had some kooky quotes a couple years back. He said, "If we don't compete next year, heads will roll." And then, <laughs> and then they completely tanked the second half, and they fired the coach, and they make some other changes as well. Maybe just firing Tingler was the Tingler. heads rolling. But you know, and now look at the Washington Nationals. They're trying to sell the team. They're basically clearing out the books and resetting the franchise after they won the World Series. That, man, ownership is so important to your sports franchise. Um, and, yeah, man, if you're a Nationals fan, I, I mean, God, you got to be nervous about who's going to answer that phone because that's going to dictate your next, like, 30 years of fandom. You, you hope you get the, the Mark Cuban type or maybe a Steinbrenner light or someone who wants to go. I mean, those Tigers teams, uh, Trev, I know you were super familiar with them, wasn't it uh, Illich in, in some of his later years? And he was basically like, I will do anything to win. So that changes the tone of your franchise so much. And the Padres have that right now. And I'm starting to look at the lineup in their roster after getting Hader yesterday. I think they might add a little bit more sugar on top, man. Because why wouldn't you? All right, this is this is what's going on. Okay, I'm I'm on I'm on Twitter right now, and I'm thinking of all the scenarios because this Hosmer thing is a big deal. People, I know it's we're talking about Juan Soto, and people are mad at me because I forgot Trey Turner, Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, very good threesome. Okay, that, I was gonna say that like, it's that, part of that. I was gonna mm. counter with that, but I but I respect it. It's two very good oh, threesomes. I'm, I'm, yeah, very good. Okay, let's just as give the, the expert a bit of love. as the expert in the field. Uh, yeah. I think the Padres, Trev, you used a great word. Maybe a bigger threat. Maybe a bigger threat trying to get through those three hitters. But those Dodgers guys can burn you pretty good, <laughs> and in a lot of ways. Soto's the bit, uh, it counts as mental exhaustion as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah, he's like dancing. Yeah, he's in your face. Are, are you going to get into this ad read, or can I do my point? Oh, I'm getting talking hard about just thinking about it. Trev... Now, you told me this the other day, uh, that you're worried about losing your tea. Because a lot of guys, as they get older, do. Um, and it's something you should get ahead of, you know. And with Roman, 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 and their tea support. Guys, fella to fella, I care about you. This is why I tell this to Trev. I want you to feel confident. I want you to prioritize your health and your sense of well-being. A great place to start is your testosterone health. Experts believe testosterone affects everything from our libido <laughs> to our blood health and more. So, 
If you're ready to show up for yourself from the inside out, start with Roman's testosterone support supplement. Man, there's a lot of good stuff in there. There's also some magnesium, some vitamin D. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some zinc, sure. Roman, they offer flexible monthly plans and two-day shipping for free. Go to GetRoman.com slash talking today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of Roman tea support. That's GetRoman.com slash talking. Go check them out. They are the experts in this. GetRoman.com slash talking. Okay. I don't have low tea. You're just the oldest. You're worried about that happening. You're the eldest day. statesman right. here, so you got to keep track of it. A couple things on the Hosmer front. I yeah. just can't wrap my head around this. I'm going to give a couple scenarios. One, I talked about um, another team could trade for him that's not on his no trade clause, right? Mm-hmm. Goes to somewhere else where he'd be more happy. He's going to be miserable in D.C. Eric Hosmer, let me tell you something. Not into politics. Doesn't <laughs> want to live in D.C. Could promise you that. Okay. Promise other scenario is. And this is far-fetched, but I'm going to throw it out there for people. Osmer's got three more years after this, I believe. He's got 23, 24, 25, where he's making $13 million a year. What if he's just like, DFA me? I thought about that. The Ellsbury just like doesn't want to play baseball anymore? I will go home. I got a baby coming. I got all the money I'll ever need in the world, and I can just move on with my life. Like that's I look people being a major league baseball player is so fun. It's amazing. Probably one of the best jobs in the world. And there's no doubt about it. Hosmer's got 10 years of service time. He's got his ring. He's got money. He's got a baby on the way. Like that is an appealing option at this point in someone's career. Can I can just go home and you're going to pay me all that money. Like I'm not saying he wants to do that. This guy's a dog. He likes playing baseball. Like I'm, thinking about it out of the box a little bit because we do have to figure this thing out. Would you rather do that or sit and kind of like be on the bench for the next three years? I hated being on the bench. After being a starter for that long, it's very, very hard to go to the bench. Unless you think the Nationals will play you into a trade and no one's going to trade for his contract. Unless he's really, really good in the last year. You get to play like in a no-pressure environment and try to build up something. I get the things we don't know. That's what he was doing with the Padres and they were supposed to build around him and then they did and now he's gone. BBD mentioned it. Like what, what were the Padres truly willing to pay on his contract? Cause that changes a lot of, a lot of different things. Trev, I, I, I appreciate it and maybe it's true, but like this guy was in the middle of a playoff race this year, coming to work every day and playing. Like, I don't, I don't think he's like, oh, we got Soto and Bell. Well, best of luck, fellas, and retires. I, I, I don't know Haas that well. I know you guys have a lot of mutual respect. Nice beards, corner infielders, um, hot wives, if you don't mind me saying that. Um, I don't know if Hosmer me? minds me saying that. Um, that yeah, man, I... I don't know the resolution. If I had to place a, a bet right now, it would be that Hosmer doesn't end the day on the Padres. I mean, think about everything he's already been through. He's already been through a bunch of trade rumors. <laughs> They've tried to trade him a bunch of times that now that it's out there and on the table, and if they were willing to pay some of it to go to the Nats because uh, the Nats didn't want Hosmer, then they should probably be willing to trade him elsewhere. So... I assume that is the next step. 
uh, if he does end up on the bench, I mean, that becomes a really interesting story. And, and maybe that ties in more to your, like, maybe Eric Hosmer then does take a step back and is like, hey, you know, I am in the latter part of my career. I do have a baby coming in a couple days. Like, maybe I'm going to kind of enjoy this a little differently. And also, everybody on a playoff roster has an opportunity at some point. Maybe Eric Hosmer knows that and waits for that and, and supports that. But I don't know. I mean, that's that's somebody else's headspace that's got to be really tough to get into right now. If he, if, I mean, if he's not part of this trade, what is there? The Padres have to move him, right? Because otherwise, who gets screwed? Voight? Uh, I have no idea. Or I guess they have time today to move Voight. He's a rental. You can't have Bell... Void and Hosmer. I mean, you got a DH and bench. But one of your, you can't, a bench person that can only play first base isn't a great bench person when your DH can play first base. And when you already have two first base DH guys. Yeah. Sure. So if he gets DFA'd, he becomes a free agent. I believe. Yeah. I mean, they can, and then there's another. No, they can't trade him. They can't. If they DFA him, they have some time to trade him again. Ten I believe. days. Yeah. Or does the deadline does the deadline still affect that? Yeah, does, the DF, does the DFA deadline? I don't I think, think so. Is it. Isn't that what Look, uh, Jose Iglesias did last not year? Be eligible for a playoff roster for the new team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he just wouldn't be because didn't, didn't Jose Iglesias do that with the I think Red Sox be, last year? I think you need to be on the team's roster a month. Before the playoffs start, yeah, I thought that was September. I thought that was like August thirty first. So did it change with like, the I, new all, deadline? Ollie just called me. Do you want me to put Ollie on this? On well, this well, let, let him know. Let him know he's being recorded. Or or mute yourself and get some. I'll mute myself while I ask. Okay. Him. I think we have some questions for an agent. I think they could be useful for our show. You guys keep going. I'm gonna I, mute myself. I stumbled into a good fan fiction. I love fan fiction. I know you do. That's where oh, I thought you'd be man. excited. Is there nudity in this fan fiction? Because that's the best. A little bit at the end. So um, what if Eric Hosmer does at the end of this, the solution is he just gets DFA'd or he's a free agent? You know who could use a nice little lefty bench piece? The Dodgers. Dodgers Padres stir the pot a little bit. That's what well so what what happened with Jose Iglesias last year was that the do, the the Angels released him in September. So just right. DFA, no waiver wire mm-hmm. trade, and then the Red Sox signed him as a free agent. But because he wasn't on the 40 man a month before. Yeah, 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 but uh, but I'm just saying they can still DFA Hosmer and he can get picked up somewhere. He can sign somewhere. If they just wouldn't months. be able to trade him, I guess. I don't know. They'd have to straight release him. The straight release. Yeah, I I guess DFA is out. Yeah. It's just release. Yeah. Which means they'd have to pay him. So we're going to get a Hosmer. So Hosmer has to go somewhere because otherwise. Because if they're already willing to pay part of it. Yeah. Then he's going to go somewhere. They were already willing to pay Hosmer to not be on the team. So Voight, Bell, and the bench can exist. Voight and Bell. That's a lot of meat. Yeah. (laughs) That's a lot of meat. Yeah. And it, I, I think there's a chance they could, like, some team will give something for Void. Obviously, he's expiring. But I think they want him. They're, I think they're, they want they're him, paying but would be, to not have Hosmer. So they're not going to just turn around and now get rid of Void. It's not what they want to do, but I could see it happening if that's what they have to do. You'd rather have Bell and Soto. 
Well, the deal's going through. Yeah. It's not holding up the deal. Right. It's just they're stuck with Something Hosmer now. They to need happen. to figure out a way to get Hosmer out. So it's DFA or find a trade partner. Well, it doesn't seem like they're going to find a trade partner unless it's another huge deal. I don't think so. I, I mean, I guess... So if Hosmer's officially out of the deal, which... Um, it sounds like he is from Nightingale, who has some ups and downs on the beat. Does it concern you that Passon hasn't reported this at all? Um, I mean, like half. I mean, I, I'm sure he's working on it. I know he just did a TV spot. Good job, Jeff. Jeffy mm. P, my guy, on the big tube. Well, um, well Passon nine minutes ago said, like, the deal will happen. You're right. I have iterations with with or without Hosmer. He just hasn't said anything since that. You'd like to think that then when they were talking about this whole deal, they had a plan if Hosmer said no. And maybe the amount of money the Nationals were willing to eat on Hosmer would have made it net neutral so it didn't change the po- the prospect package yeah, at all. If you all. do that like calculator thing right. that I never do, actually Hosmer makes it lopsided and you take him out, it's more fair, I think. So, yeah. So, uh, it's funny if they do it and the same exact prospects, everything else is the same, just Hosmer's out and, it, and the Nats are like, oh, we were about to, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Our bad. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm back. I, I mean, Hosmer has to go. Hosmer has to go somewhere by the end of today. IMO. What, uh, what'd, you, what'd you pick up from uh, our agent correspondent expert, Trev? He didn't really want to come on because I think he just doesn't want to like overstep and talk sure. about somebody else's client. Uh, but he told me that you can, if you do get DFA'd after the trade deadline, there is still like a, a trade option. Oh, okay. So that's a way you can skirt the deadline. You can still make a trade of sorts. I think if, Maybe I don't know not. how DFA Didn't that go away works. this year? Didn't that go away? I think last year, yeah, year well, there, it went away. There hasn't been a waiver wire deadline. Yes. I guess if he gets DFA'd, he's technically like not on a 40-man roster and those trades are fully allowed in August. Well, because you'd have to... like After you DFA'd, you get 10 days to clear waivers. So wouldn't there have been a DFA deadline then if that was the case? Like wouldn't, still wouldn't 10 days ago reporters would have been like, this is the DFA deadline if you want to still move them after they're DFA'd. I don't know, man. Getting dizzy. I don't, I don't know. know what's going on either. I just had like some tweet up talking about like the what's going on. Like, it, I, I want to be like in the house, bro. I want to <laughs> see what the reactions are in the clubhouse and up in the front office and stuff like that. This is crazy. You have to wait for a documentary. Uh, they are 12 games back behind the Dodgers, the Padres. They have 12 games left against the Dodgers. So you're a Padres faithful. You just take Soto Bell, go 12-0 and against the Dodgers. You're back in the division. Mm. No, they're trying to get the number one wild card. That's the only thing they can do because you want to have those games at home. I think right now would be them versus the Braves. They'd have to go into Truist Park and play three games against them. That doesn't sound fun, dude. No, I don't care who you have on your team. Like this is so I think right now they're not going to catch the Dodgers. I'm sorry, man. The Dodgers don't do epic collapses. They just don't. Mm. Um, So that's their number one hope now is to be hosting 
the wild card series. Three games set, and you go Darvish or Musgrove, one, two, and then you have Clev, I think. They're four and a half back. They're four and a half back of the of the Braves. I know Sneller's been up and down, but that dude also has some big time playoff performances in the tank. So if he's a guy that gets hot around September, the Padres have options, man. It, it's it's why I've really loved their their pitching from the start of the year. I've been saying for a while, Tatis is going to come back. What else are they going to add? If you told me Josh Bell, I would have said ooh. They had ooh. Juan Soto and Josh Bell. Um, this team is a problem, man. And remember, remember the weird COVID year when the San Diego people were partying in the streets and we were half excited, half like guys. Um, man, bring that energy. Because, um, I mean, these these guys are going to love it. Dude, three, they're, all of them are Dominican, right? I, I think Joe's, Joe's is recording in the other room right now. He's all excited. Like, this, uh, this has a chance to just be awesome energy. For the San Diego Padres. Um, and I, I don't know if we... Do we want to do a little Nats? Do we want to do a little like... Uh, you know, the Cardinals were supposed to be a real team in on this. Do we well, want to do still some might of the make, Ripples? No, no. They still might make trades. And we're coming back later today to wrap up the rest of it. Like, a question I've had in my head that I don't want answered now and do it later is... What have the Blue Jays done? Or are doing Cardinals. Cardinals. So Dodgers. I, we, well, there's still players out there. There's right? a lot. Yeah, we plan on there's being five li- hours left or whatever. Yeah. We're going to be. We'll we be plan back. on being live at 3.30 Eastern. Uh, and as trades come in, recapping anything that happens in between now and then, and then going. And I think we should go a little bit like those teams. Like what's going on? There's going to be a lot more that happens. Teams need stuff. Uh, all the big names are gone now. Castillo, Montas, Montas, Soto, Bell. There's going to be more. There's yeah. There's going to be a flurry of trades because we were sort of waiting for the Juan Soto ball to drop, and then yeah. everything kind of gets rolling after that. We I had think some that's good trades the, this morning to talk about, but we'll save those. We'll save those. Yeah, we'll do a little uh, whole recap later today. This this warranted its own big reaction, and I do think the Nats probably put so much mental energy into the Soto trade, and they were like, let's just fucking make Bell part of this. Take them. And then we just wash our hands and enjoy our deadline and go to sleep. And if you're a Nationals fan, just lie to yourself for two and a half years and say you're going to re-sign Soto then. Because mm. he wants back now. For sure. Problem solved. Yeah. All right, we'll be back later today to recap the other, the other trades that have happened, trades that are about to happen, and maybe be live for trades that happen as the bell rings. Thanks. Appreciate you. Love you. See you later. 3.30 Eastern. That's the goal. Goodbye. Oh, there's the music. I was waiting for the music. My face was stuck. Your face was stuck. See you guys in a little bit. How is Rosie on baseball today, Trev? Juiced up? Boned up. Fired up. High <laughs> so You had a boner the entire episode. Yeah. We had to blur it out. Michelle! Two pixels is all it took. Michelle, it, it happened! <laughs>